what's up y'all as you know this your girl patria speaks i'm just coming to y'all real quick because a lot of people have been asking me about how did i get started with my podcast well i just want to give y'all some tips it's real easy anchor a-n-c-h-o-r yo that app this app that i use is totally free when i tell you it's totally free it has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer and you can do it in your car you can do it in your home your secret place wherever and on top of it anchor will distribute your podcast for you on spotify apple Podcasts, and many more other podcast platforms And the cool thing about it, which I don't tell a lot of people, is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum leadership, listenership, excuse me. So you can definitely make money from this. So this app has everything you need to make a podcast just in one place. So make sure if you're wanting to do your podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. I pray that this thing does what it does and you are able to get started and moving forward and getting that word out. So be beautiful, be blessed. Mwah. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Patrice Speaks, coming at y'all with another episode Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're new to this podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're not new to this, but you're true to this, welcome back. Yes, y'all. I'm so excited for you to be reaching out and listening to this podcast where we speak about self-love, self-care, and self-development. Yes, we talk about the culture, the nation, as well as the community and what we need to improve throughout ourselves and our journey of greatness so yes so if this is where you want to be continue to listen so today's topic that we will be speaking about will be getting over it now i decided i want to talk about getting over things because a lot of us feel like we've gotten over things but I'm telling y'all, the aftermath, we might have gotten over it, but that residue part resonates (laughs) at times, Um, especially if you've been in, um, and we're going to get deep, we're going to get deep, we're going to get deep today. I believe that um, we need to hear this word to um get it in i believe we need to talk about it talk about it and this is the podcast where we talk about it we get deep like i always say i am a woman of god i believe in the highest power i believe in jesus christ and i believe that he works through me to work through you so you may hear me um him speak to through me to you um it's and it's not um what they use that word in um coincidental um gotta use me you know to speak a word and it, sometimes it just come on out so <laughs> sometimes it be like that but let's get into it so before we get into this topic today let's see what the community is doing let's see what the community is doing so i might be a little late to this but this is something that i really really wanted to talk about because um i like to get all facts i'm not really somebody who's like super nosy going from one place to the next to all these um bloggers and getting information but i like to observe a lot of things before i actually get into it and really speak about it kind of like you know getting both sides of the story of the situation so i really wanted to talk about uh, the situation with T.I. and Tiny. Um, I just really think that it's messed up. Um, 
it's really messed up how you know these girls are now coming out you know sometimes when people and, and let's bring it back sometimes when people hit a certain level in success now people tend to come out with you know things that you know their past or current events you know now I want to tell the world because I'm my accuser is not only um or my abuser rather is not only um behind but now in my face um so if these statements are true um i pray that both sides are able to um get through this thing because this is something that's serious um sex trafficking is something that is seriously going on in this world and for ti and tamika harris to be or um you know ti you know we gonna call them by their nicknames we know who they are tiny and tip okay we ain't about to get like we a new supporter tiny and tip <laughs> um you know they're big uh activists in the community they're you know they're really um, people who family oriented they have a lot of values that stand behind them and for them to be in something like this is truly um devastating you know what i'm saying it's like really devastating it's something that you know you wouldn't have never thought in a million years now you know they the, the, the thing about them they're so authentic with themselves you know what i'm saying they're so real and you know they're not the um the average people who, you know, oh, so, so, it's a saying and I can't get it, but um, so, 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 so perfect and we don't make mistakes and we don't go through that. They're real people with real lives and do real things. So, um, am I surprised that, you know, it would be something um, involving another theme? No, I'm not surprised about that um someone invited me into their bedroom no i'm not surprised of that but what i am surprised of is that these women are coming out as though it was date rape you know what i'm saying um these people are coming out like you know they were um um bamboo like they were forced to do things or you know drugs was involved and things like that so that's the most um devastating part but as far as like women and um you know women being invited to their bedroom no <laughs> you know what i'm saying they're a young couple you know exploring they're they they're in the um in this time you know people experiment with a lot of things too. what spice up as they would say quote unquote spice up the bedroom so of course i'm not surprised on that level and if you are not surprised on that level um, leave your comments below because this will be on a YouTube channel as well. Um, leave your comments below. I know I'm a little late, but I just had to really kind of sort this thing out as far as the um, the culture of what we're going through. Um, there's a lot of um, sex trafficking going on in the community. There's a lot of color colorism going on in the community. Um, there's a lot going on, and if you're not careful. You know, you could be having a night of fun and not really, or say a comment and not really think about what you're saying um, at the time. But if you're on a certain platform, which is kind of messed up, but when you are on a certain platform, you become um, a role model to people. You become a spokesperson for people. You become all these things that you really didn't, um, you know, you feel like you didn't sign up for, but that comes with the territory when you become on a certain platform. So sometimes you may have to sort out what you say, um, sort out what you do. And it, that just comes with the territory. I know it gets frustrating. You know, you see a lot of celebrities online saying, you know, I can say what I want to say on my on my podcast or I can say what I want to say on my Instagram. And I'm a human being just like you. Well, yeah, you are a human being. Yeah, you are. And you should not be crucified for the things that you do. But when you live of the world, these are the things of the world. This is what happens in the world when you are of the world. So... You know, 
that's that's what it is you know it it, it is what it is this is the, the days and the times that we live in people are going to be judgmental you are going to see the things that you see you know so when you are of the world and you live of the world and you are of the world's trends this is what's going on so i say that to saints that when you are on particular platforms this is what comes with the territory so for tiny and tip you know they probably was just you know this is what we do to have fun in our bedroom but at the same time you are an activist you are somebody who is actually a spokesperson for the city of atlanta you are an ambassador who is underneath keisha lance bottom you know what i'm saying so Imagine what we just went through with the presidential um, election. They was digging up things. They were digging up things about Trump. Now, we could dish a lot of dirt now. Now, 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 now. I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm not a Trump supporter. But we could dig We could dig up a lot of stuff about Trump and how he's this and how he that. But when the ball game, when, when the ball gets tossed back to him, we getting quiet. See, it was cute when we were saying Trump ain't this and Trump ain't that. But we didn't know that we had skeletons in our closet too. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be careful when you are in that limelight. You know what I'm saying? You got to be careful. You got to be careful because the word still tells you. And I'm just going to be honest and I'm going to say this. See how he catch me? See how he catch me? See how he catch me? He still says that you need to have respect for authority. He still says that, though. In the word, still tells you that. You know, we can't judge. Yeah, he got his own demons. And yes, he's a terrible, terrible, I mean, he could be a terrible person. But at the end of the day, you know, we still have to um, love thy neighbor. You know, we still have to um, have respect for individuals, you know, slandering. But at the same time, I can't, you know, I can't. We were angry. Who am I to judge? You know what I'm saying? We were angry about a lot of things that he was doing, you know, seeing a big grind and, you know, crazy like that. But what I'm saying, and I'm saying this to say is, I don't want to get off topic and I don't want to ramble. Is that we have to be careful when we are throwing stones. We have to be careful, especially when we want to be, you know, you are a public figure. You are a person who, you know, now if you're ready for the smoke, now that's you. you ready for all that smoke, that's you. You know what I'm saying? But you got to see your whole entire closet. Because people in that industry, in that lane, in that especially politics, especially politics, they get it. They dig up some things. They dig up some things, like some serious things. So you know, you have to really be careful. You have to really be careful, or you have to be ready. You know, you have to be ready for what you are. You know, signing up for. You have to be ready for what you're signing up for. So. I just wanted to speak about the tiny and tip. So, what my concerns or what my opinion on the whole thing was, um, I, you know, if this is something that is really going on, it's serious. Y'all get ready. You know what I'm saying? My prayers do go out to all of the women who, you know, if this is something that they were affected by, I definitely send my prayers out to them that they can get the help that they need if this is something, um, that is traumatizing to them. Um, you know, if this is about getting money, sis, bro, um, there's other ways you could get some money, you know. But to each his own, I can't tell people how to get their bag, but, you know, this is something really serious. And if this is a lie, um, you know, just know that this is, this is serious and be prepared for the consequences if you are um not telling the truth however if this is the truth um i pray that god um allows you to get the healing and the comfort and the love 
to help you through this thing. Um, my prayers do go out to Tiny and Tip too. You know what I'm saying? Because a night of passion, a night of um, <laughs> things, you know, trying to spice up the room and things like that. You know, you're thinking, oh, it's not that. And, you know, I didn't force her to do it. But people, you know, people are saying do things. And not saying that these girls, let me do a disclosure. This is my opinion. This is Patria speaking. Um, not saying that this is something that um, the, they have made up or whatever. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying that this is something that they made up. No, what I'm saying is that I'm going to speak for both sides because we don't know exactly how true it is, but what we are going to do, what I am going to do is send love and send words to both ends because we don't know it's always two three sides to a story your side my side and the truth so i just want to be fair in this thing and really speak about what you know semi send both of them both sides so um definitely I want to say to, you know, to Tip and Tiny, you know, I pray that this is something that, you know, boils over if it's not true. Um, and if you do, if you did, definitely um, be a man and a woman about what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And really, um, really come forward with it and don't be trying to. Um, stay behind because you stand up. Be honest. I mean, night. Be honest about it. Be honest about what's going on because a lot of people, a lot of celebrities, you know, invite people to the bedroom and have these parties and things like that, and not thinking nothing of it. And then, boom, this is a whole conspiracy um, thing. Like you have to be transparent if this is something that y'all did you know you gotta own up to it wrong is wrong right is the right so we're not gonna stay too long on that topic we just really wanted to get it in and talk about that because you know i'm gonna be honest i, I love me some tiny and tips so when this happened i was like what hurt you know i ain't gonna hold you and people will probably say, well, why would you think that, Patria? This is serious. And I was like, they trying to get some money. <laughs> Clearly. I said to myself, I said, I don't think these women is trying to get some money or they trying to get to ya. But then when you started to hear, you know, people coming out and saying they little spill about, you know, what was going on. You know, between them and, you know, other girls coming out. It was just getting a little bit too serious. So, I said, um, I said, well, you can't sign. And then you have to really look at it on both sides of the fence. Because you don't want to be like that person, you know, victim um, shaming. You don't want to. I, I don't want to be that person because if something happens to me, God forbid, and I was trying to come out just because these people of a certain caliber, you want to, um, you know, you want to say, oh no, um, they ain't telling the truth, you know, because you you want to look like you trying to get their money. Now that's not that's not right. So I had to really kind of take that back, you know. But I was hurt, though. I really was because I really um, love T.I. and Tiny. I love them. They definitely show the authenticness of family and um, relationships. This is not all, it's not always peachy creamy. But you definitely see 
the realness of the the relationships. So yeah, definitely was disappointed in the whole situation, but you know, what's done in the dark will eventually come to light. And I don't know why some people feel like they exempt from that. <laughs> I don't know why people feel like they. I guess we when you're doing it, you don't really think about um, getting the. I mean, every now and then you may think about like, damn, if I get caught, this what's gonna happen. But I don't think people really um because you having fun. You know what I'm saying? You enjoying yourself. Um. At the time. So I guess you do exempt yourself. <laughs> you try to make sense of it. You know. Of you being. You know. Doing the things that you're doing. So. You try to. Um, make excuses. Because trust me. We all been there. Nobody's perfect. You know. You doing sneaky stuff. So. But I uh, understand Karma. And light. Light do shine. If it's not in your court, it will shine in somebody else's. Okay? <laughs> so, understand what's done in the dark will definitely come to light. So, definitely, definitely. So, moving forward, let's get into this word. Let's get into this word. So, getting over things, um, the residue, it's, let me tell y'all, okay, so in 2020, I'm going to give you, and if y'all don't know, this is your first time tuning into this podcast, I am a transparent individual, so I speak about the experiences that I've been through in my life, and pray that this will resonate with you help you to help somebody who else is going through the situation we are all about self-love self-care and self-development over here in this podcast so we like to teach we like to tell our word our story to encourage other people we don't hold our tongue over here okay we don't we don't hold our tongue over here so let's get into this word so the word for the day um speaking about is getting over things um, and I want to talk about the residue part of it, the residue part of the situation, because a lot of us be feeling like, okay, um, because I no longer, and I don't like to always go to relationships, but because we are in relationship with so many different things, if it comes about an actual person or it goes about actual, uh, our business, a job or whatever, that is a relationship, regardless if it's, you know, we were programmed to say that only relationships are with people, but we have a relationship. We have a relationship with God. We have a relationship with our job. We have a relationship with our bills. Okay. We have a relationship. There's some type of communication that is coming through this thing. Okay. So there is a relationship. So, but we're going to speak about the residue part of a relationship. And some of us feel like, you know, because you don't see this person or you quit this job or, you know, you no longer have this bill, <laughs> that there is no, um, what can I say? I want to say repercussions because that's a little bit too, like, make it feel like it's bad, I don't know, so to speak. I don't want to make it seem like you, like, I don't want to make it seem like repercussions, like you going, because, <laughs> I mean, some things you may be reminded of may be a good thing and may be a bad thing, you know, but it will affect you in some type of way. You may be feeling, you know, some type of, um, every now and then it'll come back, you know, you will be, will be reminded of this thing and how it affects you may determine um, if you are truly over it. You know what I'm saying? If you do have somewhat of regrets about it because um, in 2000, well, I've, I've been in and I've and probably um, 
I've known this person for since 2005. 2005. So we've been friends for over 2005, 2016 years. We've been friends. You know what I'm saying? In and out, in and out. We were trying to be in a relationship um, in the beginning, 2005, but. You know, we were young, dumb, and full of dumb, so that's how things happen. And, um, you know, we still was live, still trying to figure out life. I was in my, I just turned 20. It just turned 20. So, you know, you're still trying to figure out life for yourself. You ain't grown. You, you think you're grown, but you ain't really grown. You really haven't seen life yet in your 20s. You're just really trying to figure that thing out. So, you know, we lost communication um, as far as, um, what can I say, not physical. Well, I guess face-to-face. We ain't going to say physical because it wasn't really a, um, a sexual relationship. No, it wasn't that. It was more so a emotional um, relationship. And... I'm just going to be honest. Sometimes I feel like an emotional um, connection is worse than a physical sometimes. Because when a person or um, something is feeding your emotional, your psyche, um, your mental, it's kind of hard to get rid of some things especially when you are lacking in that area and something or someone regardless if it's a good situation or a bad situation you tend to get addicted today especially if it feels good like i'm be super transparent you know um dealing with him i ne- i didn't have um i've at the time, he was the funny, you know what I'm saying? He was cool. And um, I never had a boy. I mean, I had a bro- brothers and I have brothers who are overprotective or protective. I'm not going to say overprotective because they just do their job. I mean, that's what they do, you know. And um, I have brothers who are protective. So to have an individual... He's a little small. To have an individual who's like your, um, like your brothers, and you actually dating them, it's exciting. You know what I'm saying? This is, and then I'm not gonna say just um, something where you're lacking. It's more so something that is fresh and new that allows you to, um, what can I say? It's always something where you're, it's always exciting where it's something where you are lacking or something that isn't fresh and new and filling that empty spot and filling that void or bringing you to attention of something that you ain't never had before. So it's like, you know, it's, it's an exciting, it's an exciting thing. So you can either get, um, you know, once you get in the groove of it, you know, sometimes it may, if you lose it, you yearn for it more. Especially when you have a great feeling about something, you know, until something else comes along and then boom, you know, you like, well, you start seeing the other side of that. Well, it wasn't that good, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, if you ain't never had that, you would, um... Or, you know, that person gives you that or that job gives you that fulfilling need or want. Um, it would, you would become, as my therapist would say, is that you become um, like an emotional um what can I say? Cause like what she says is that you know it's harder for people to um, get over a f- like when it's emotional a feeling. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to get over that part because you know it's an emotion. You know it's it's harder to get over those things. 
or the, that person when they have that particular um, emotion over you. It's very hard. It's very hard. Regardless if they are um, not the best person in the world. But it's hard. It's very hard. Especially emotion and psyche. Very, very hard. But let's go moving forward because we don't want to want to drag this story i just want to get into it and pray that it helps somebody because um i need this to actually i believe god allowed me to go through a snippet <laughs> um now i told y'all the background of this is 16 years but however we've never had like more than i say what can I say? More than a week together? A week? It was all phone. All phone. All phone. Um, sometimes we wouldn't see each other for two or three years. You know what I'm saying? But we always kept somewhat communication going forward. So, 2019. You know, men... I believe men sometimes go through this, um, they know, and then they don't know, and then they go through this lonely stage, depending on where they are in, are in their lives. And sometimes people, some people, some men go through their little midlife crisis in their 30s, you know what I'm saying? I've seen it before. I've definitely seen it before. So certain men go through their little midlife crisis in their 30s, you know, they don't know if they... they are going to be able to produce and not only just babies but produce in every area of their life so you know they be, become um you know oh maybe it's time especially if they did weren't married at the time oh maybe it's time for me to get married or maybe it's time for you know maybe it's, it's just like a woman they, they clock tick too it's not just us as women like oh we got a biological clock no, they got their little clock, too. And sometimes they, especially if they're surrounded by a lot of, you know, they homeboys that getting married or, you know, buying houses and, you know, just just get, get into it. So, you know, they start to think and look at their little situation. If they're not, um, what can I say? If they're not secure in a situation. Because not everybody go through it. But if you're in a place where if he was in a place where he wasn't secure, he will start to, he's a human being, so he's going to start to look around and see, okay, what am I doing? Especially when you're having more, good, more bad days than good days. So you start to analyze those. People, men are human. I don't think, I don't understand why um, sometimes we feel like men are supposed to automatically um, be the strong, powerful provider um they have to be you know this is they just automatically come out the womb and know these things or you know sometimes they they haven't seen that you know and so you have to sometimes be a little bit now it's a difference between helping and enabling i've learned that a long 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 time ago there's a difference you know you have to eventually let the person get out there and um and swim and if you think about it you know some people swim to survive some people i've seen it clearly for myself you know a person you you see you throw them out in the water they gonna eventually if they trying to live they gonna try to they gonna swim especially if you at least brought it to them you know, you was like, oh, we're going to teach you how to swim. Or you watch it on TV. When it's time for you and your behind is thrown out in that water, you're going to start coordinating right because what? you trying to live. So, what I say this is it's a difference between helping and a difference between enabling. So, you can help a person get to where they need to be. But you can't keep, you know enabling them and not allowing them to swim on their own two feet okay so let's get back into this story it's going to all put it's going to all come together it's going to all come together with this particular story so okay um 
2019, some of us women, we talk a lot. And I'm saying this because I talk a lot. I talk a lot. Um, and I've always been, because I wasn't like just jump in a relationship type. I wasn't like my homegirls where, you know, I had to have this boyfriend. Oh, I need a boyfriend. No, I was the single friend and enjoyed being the single friend. Um, Because I wasn't too quick to be, oh, he my man. I want him to be my boyfriend. No, he's a headache. I don't need no headache. Because <laughs> they relationships made you not want to be you know, made you not want a boyfriend. He was needy and calling you all the time. I'm like, I don't want no man calling my phone. Where you at? Where you been? Listen. And I was telling, I was speaking to my mom the other day. I said, I don't lack in those areas when it coming. I was truly blessed and I'm not bashing any woman who does do this. But I, I didn't lack in the area of somebody telling me, um, clocking my every move um I didn't I I didn't lack any area of um needing somebody to um tell me I'm pretty or you know needing love I didn't lack in those areas you know so for me it's more so of a um for me when you when it's a man showing you attention by calling your phone every five minutes, that doesn't that's that doesn't show me you love me. To me, that shows me you're a stalker. Okay, <laughs> let's just be honest. I don't need no man calling me every five minutes. About, what you do? What you do, baby? What you do? No, I don't need no need calling. Excuse me, I don't need no man calling my phone back to back like that. That does not show me you love me. It don't. It show me you a little stalkerish. Okay, so I'm gonna need you to chill out. But for some women, that's cute for them, you know. Somebody, um, or some men, I'm not gonna just say women, but you know, sometimes that's cute for them. You know, some people think that is cute for a person to call them back to back and check on them every five minutes. Now, what's the difference between checking and trying to monitor you? Okay, I'm not into the monitoring. I'm not a um, micromanaging. <laughs> Let's be honest. You micromanaging, sis. I ain't got time. I already have it. I have. And, and I guess because of the upbringing that I was in. So, you know, I had somebody already. We go. We, I had that already. You know what I'm saying? With my parents, I've had, you know, a monitor. I've had, um, you know, the 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 love and the affection. I had that part, you know, as far as, you know, feeling pretty. You know, my family on both sides. You know, at some point, you know, give a compliment. So it's not hard for me to give a woman or a man a compliment, or you know, to be those particular things. Um, so, and I'm not only going to speak the positive part, but what I'm saying to you is I wasn't like this person that was so ready to be in a relationship and feel like, oh, I need this relationship because I need to be with another individual. No. And then on top of it, I had fear in me. And when I say fear in me, I couldn't have no boys be checking for me like that. Like, come on. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't. So, a rush to have a boyfriend was not. I had to sneak. Too, it's too much work. Okay? Too much work. Okay? Too much work. You had to sneak. I ain't into all that. I like to be free. So, all that sneaking and stuff, that's too much for me. That was that was too much. And, you know, I guess some people get a thrill out, a thrill out of being sneaky. So, like, my friends, they was like, yeah, we gonna go in his house after school. And let me tell you, the first and the last. <laughs> the first and the last time I ever tried to sneak a boy, I got caught. Clear caught. First of all. <laughs> 
So that wasn't happening again. We'll talk about that in another episode. But yeah, so the struggle was real for me. So I wasn't really too, um, too, um, like this person who just, oh, I just need a boyfriend. I have to have a boyfriend. I was more so like the person who wanted friends, you know, of my age group. Now, I yearn for a friend now. I ain't gonna hold you. I needed to have my girlfriends with me. I needed to be around people who are of my age group because I'm the oldest child. And I just felt like, you know, nobody, you know, my brothers and sisters, me and my sister are uh, four years apart. Um, my brother Patrick is, we're about, um, how many? I think my mom's at 14, 14 months apart. So like, you know, but he's a boy and my youngest brother, he is, um, six years apart. So for my sister, me and my sister, we're four years apart. That means if I was in a 12th grade, I was coming out of, um, high school she was going in so that four years kind of made a difference in our age group now now no because we're older but when I was younger it did it made a really big difference because you know we didn't like the same thing she was to me was late on it because um of our age so we really didn't have too much in common you know she felt I felt she was a burden when I had to take her and she felt like I was but I mean everybody's relationship with their sisters are different for me I just really wanted someone to um understand as far as being an older child of the things that I had to endure with being the oldest you know what I'm saying and my sister wasn't able to understand that because not only is she we're four years apart but she is the third child so it's like you know she don't get to see you know so much that I have seen when I was younger so it was more so watching my sister than anything and my sister independent so you really wasn't watching her but you know you had no wait let me bring it back you have to watch her make sure she ain't um beating nobody up but you ain't have to watch her like you know somebody gonna do something to my sister or she gonna you know but anyway, so the age group made a really big difference. So yearning for friends was something that I lacked. I really lacked uh, understanding of age because I didn't have anybody else to look up to, you know. And it's, it's, it's like you're putting in position and not really understanding what the oldest child position holds. You know what I'm saying? You... If you tend to, and I'm writing a book on this, is that when I've learned how to accept the part of being in these positions in my life, because it didn't feel good when I was a kid to be the oldest child. It, it didn't feel good to me. It wasn't a, you know, a lot of people say, well, when you're the oldest, you should be happy because you get to go and you get to do things. Nah. I wasn't excited about it. It was more responsibility than anything. So, you know, but as I am, as I got older, yes, I accept my position in life. I accept um, who I am. So, so now, you know, once I got to understand and have a relationship um, with God and allow me to understand why um and I'm still learning not everything is a hundred percent but starting to embrace that this is what God has called called me um in this position or over my life so you know it's a little bit better than it used to be because I was just like this ain't it this ain't it <laughs> this ain't it for me I don't, I, don't, I don't like this position. I want to run. I want to go in the hole. I don't like it. So, it was, um, I'm hoping I'm liking, going to like my hair. Because for some reason, I feel like I'm not. Because these are a little small. And I'm feeling like it's going to be not the way I want it to be. They a little small. 
and then the mother ones was bigger. But I'm just getting into it. But yeah. So let's get into it. We 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 gonna stop. So yeah, so let's go back. We we going off topic. We definitely going off topic. So let's go ahead and bear with me, cause we multitasking. We multitasking today. So trying to get back to this conversation where we what we were talking about. Okay, ownership position. We talked about that. Um, what we're lacking um, individuals may come in and allow you to you know fill a void in you if rather it's a good void or a bad void the person they they come in that was the reason why we went to what we're lacking of and what we desire to have and sometimes we may go um, head first in situations or we may allow some things to um, its course or whichever way we let it go way to be good or bad um and sometimes we may become addicted to it because we are lacking in that area and sometimes we may do things to get that feeling or that void to be met um so let's just i'm telling you my story as far as my <laughs> as the therapist would say my addiction um, it's not necessarily drugs <laughs> because people feel like um, the only addiction you can have is drugs. You know, people feel like, or now it's becoming common, which is sex. Um, no, that is not the only addiction that you may have. Uh, money <laughs> could be it, um, as well as. Um, an individual and um, for me was an individual um, because I didn't have this feeling towards every person every guy no just this particular individual um, and then sometimes it became a um, what is it called a um, they don't say of sympathy but you have empathy towards this person so you really don't really want to be with the actual individual after you learn that this is not who you this is not who you want to be but you start to feel sorry for the individual because of what the upbringing or what they like so you go through kind of stages of your addiction <laughs> pretty much when it comes to a person you know you go through um you go through stages of it and it was crazy because I didn't really understand until the therapist made it where she was like you know but you, you probably are um, you know going through this situation because this is like you know going through it because I was literally this is what I'm saying this is what I say. When you think that you're done and you're going through the residue part of the situation, um, I thought I was done, you know, out of sight, out of mind. But I wasn't truly done because we still had some type of connection as far as the um, apartment um, and just emotional, you know. Regardless, I was just ready to be done. Oh my goodness, I tell you. Ready to be so ready to be done. So I tilt my hat off to women who have children. Because again, we don't have no, we didn't have no children together. We didn't have no ties or anything but emotion in this apartment at the time. But his behind could have got out. Whatever. But as far as a child... Thank God, because that means you would have been in my life for another 16, 18 years. And that would have driven me crazy because this individual suffers from um, depression. Since he definitely has other mental issues that he deal with. Childhood trauma, you know, women, 
um, women ab abandonment issues. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. And then you're still trying to understand who you are as an individual. You're 39 years old and still trying to figure it out. And like I said, when you are a woman or you are a man who are, is already have seen life in certain ways, already have made sacrifices um, for certain things in your life, you really don't have too much empathy when it comes to that area. And for me, I had a lot of empathy. This is how I knew we were definitely not on the same page um, when it came to life. Um, I didn't understand his logic for things. I understand his conversation when it came to that was the deal breaker for sister girl when it came to paying bills, baby. And I just didn't understand it because as a man of thirty nine, you would think you know you when you when you know him through the stages of his life. You know what I'm saying? I've known him for the stages of his life. So I seen him have, you know, apartments. But did I know how he did he go in in there and sign the lease? No, sis. You don't see his name on the lease. He might be he might that might not be his apartment, okay? So you ain't see the man name on the lease. And he can't go to the leasing office to pay his bill. That ain't his apartment, sis. Okay, I'm just being honest with you. Or she can't do that. That ain't her apartment. This is a residue apartment. And what I mean about a residue, somebody decided that they wanted to get their behind out because they can't deal with this toxic situation anymore. So if you don't see the man in there and he ain't paying, just because he paying the bill, yeah, you have to because that's where you stand. Okay, that's where you rest your head. Unfortunately, sir, if this person wants to put you out, this is you have to know. Regardless if they have to give you 30 days. If they want you out, they can put you out. Okay, this is not your apartment. Okay, this is somewhere where you rest your head. Okay, this is not your residence. Okay, so <laughs> let's be honest. Let's be clear. So that's just something that the tips. So going forward, um, you know, you have to... Um, have individuals who are on the same caliber as you, you know, because your communication when it comes to livelihood is going to be completely different. Yeah, y'all might know about the struggle together, but sis ain't living in a struggle. Sis, sis is not living to survive. No good. Sis is living to provide, have some type of wealth, have some type of legacy behind her name. I'm not here to just be living. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't, that's not the purpose. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But that is not the purpose for my life. So if you get with an individual who's okay with just paying their bills and going, and that's nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. If that's who you are, some people feel like they just want to pay bills. They just want to have the lavish life. They just want to have a, a bag, a broken bag, or, you know, does that's just, they want to get the Gucci slip flops. I mean, they ain't into owning businesses and um, investments and nothing like that. They just, and that's just their life. But we are not, we don't speak the same language. So, with that being said, that is, um, with that being said, the communication level when you're expressing yourself about certain things are not going to sound like you are on the same page. Okay? Y'all gonna be speaking, he's speaking Spanish, you speaking French. Because y'all not on the same page. Y'all don't understand each other. So I had to learn that because I was just like, okay. Certain things I would say just didn't click. And certain things he would say just didn't click for me. I was just like, um, I'm sorry. I don't understand your logic. And it's not, and I never wanted, and this is the thing. Never wanted to be disrespectful to his upbringing, you know. I never wanted to be disrespectful to him, um, but it just didn't work, it just didn't, and it became physical and it just didn't work. So, 
you know, we, we, and I'm not just going to say me, we thought that, you know, because we knew each other, um, knew each other. It's the difference between, um, I mean, acquainted, let's say because we were acquainted, acquainted with each other, um, for so long that we thought we knew each other. Um, and that is definitely not true. Um, they say if you live with a person, you start to know who they are. You know, you you know, you really get to truly know who a person is and once you live with them. And I believe that to a certain extent. Okay, let's get into it. I believe that to a certain extent. And the reason why I say that is because some people can wear their poker face for years. For years. Years. And we have to, and you know what, let me take that back. I'm going to take it back. Because you are not the same person. <laughs> See, this is what we need to understand, too. Is that as we grow, you are not the same person you were last year. Let's just get real. You are not the same person you were last year. Especially if you are trying to become greater. You're not going to be the same person you were last year. No, you should be elevating. And... You have to, and it's just like when me training um, individuals at my job, you know, there's different type of people um, that learn different type of ways. And I've learned that, you know, certain people who've been doing um, things for a certain amount of years can't accept change as a person who's been through several different changes quick on their feet to learn so you know it don't even have nothing to really do with age group because i know some people who've been working at a certain job since they've been 20 and then they have to go and um they've been now they're 40 so now you know this job laid them off and they have to learn a whole new job and they're only 40 so we're not going to talk about age group you know the people learning, we're just going to talk about how people get used to um, a certain way of living and um, they become, they become, they become a certain, a certain way. But we are going to definitely get into this um, podcast right now. We're going to take a short break and we are going to come back. So that we can speak about this topic because this is longer. <laughs> so it has to be a part two. This is longer of getting over something and still feeling the effects of the um, the overcome. So I'm still going to talk about it. I know I'm a little blown-winded. This is a story time. This is a time where you have to get into it and allow you to understand where this is coming from and if you were going through it and why this process and how this process is working. So yes, this is one of those type of episodes, but yes, we're going to get back into it. If this is your first time tuning into this podcast, I just want to let you know that you can reach me on all social social medias. Um, Patria Speaks, P-A-T-R-I-A-S-P-E-A-K-S, as well on all podcast platforms. Make sure you plug in with your girl. Make sure you follow her. Make sure you go ahead and share it, comment, do what you need to do. Do also if you are a small business or if you're looking to be in a um you're starting a new journey or your career, definitely I have a virtual assistant business that is running right now. It's personal with purpose PWP VA services. So if you need administrative services, email, e-commerce, if you just need some assistance with doing um your business cards as well as PowerPoint, Excel, anything in that area where you need assistance with administrative work, I'm your girl. So make sure you email me at personalwithpurpose19p at gmail.com. Make sure you put in the subject line virtual 
virtual assistant services in the subject line virtual assistant services or if you're just curious also i would like for you if you have a business and you need some little insight about your business or you know how to start a business we have let's talk business that we are working with in partnership with so if you are interested every thursday night there is a conference call also we can set you up for an appointment so that you can speak about your business i sponsored up with shay samuels so she's doing her thing over there so if you are interested make sure you also email me at personal with purpose 19p at gmail.com and put up the subject line my business so i thank you all for tuning into this podcast make sure to tune into part two we are going to talk about it so be beautiful be blessed thank you Mwah.